Hello, hello, I'm Dana Wilson, and this is Words That Move Me. I move people. I choreograph movies, music videos, and TV shows. I dance for pop stars. I coach some really awesome people. But what I truly love is to learn, share, and inspire clarity and confidence in my fellow movers and shakers. So if you are navigating a creative career or simply want to live a little more funky and free, then settle in because this is for you. Okay, here we are doing it. Words that move me. I'm Dana. I'm thrilled that you are here because I just had one of the most heartening, um, tearful, and joyful conversations with my new friend, Robert Green, and I cannot wait to share it with you. But first, we must celebrate some wins. Today, I am celebrating being asked to collaborate on a passion project, on a new friend passion project with my new friend, Robert Green. Oh my gosh, we're gonna make a thing and I'm very excited about it. That's a win, that's a big win. Um, oh, you know what else is a win? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Bring your toy over here, honey, that was so good. We just, it's a lot, the setup is a lot. Who's got a new toy? <laughs> There's also an orange one. It looks like a big Cheeto. It's amazing. Good girl. Yes. Okay. My win, Riz has new toys. I have a new dance partner. I am thrilled about this conversation. Um, but before we do that, you have to go. What are you celebrating? It's going to be kind of loud. You're going to hear the crinkling of the toy. This is one of the reasons, listeners, not viewers, that you should be viewers. Because if you were viewing, then you'd be able to see Riz's pickle-looking... It's like a pickle octopus thing. I can't explain it. You're going to have to tune into YouTube. Uh, what's going well in your world, my friend? Tell me your win. Congratulations. I'm so glad that you're winning. And I'm so, so glad to have recorded this conversation with Robert today. He had a doozy of a night last night. We'll talk a little bit about that in the podcast. We also talk about his nurturing and very encouraging relationship with his mother. We talk about his heart. We talk about his feelings. We talk about feelings being the fuel to our work and to our lives. And I've never believed that to be more true than right this very moment. I feel great about this episode. And I feel great while Liz is licking, Liz? Liz, that's her name when she licks. Riz is licking my actual armpit, which is funny. It's not my armpit, actually. It's like my inner underarm, which also gets a shout out in this episode. So you have to keep watching to figure out what it is that I, that I address that has to do with the underbelly of my arm. I'm going to stop now, my friends. Enjoy this conversation with Robert Green. Robert, welcome to Words That Move Me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you, and I want to tell you how this came about. Okay. Um, I dropped in, actually, Riz and I dropped in on Clear Talent Group a couple weeks ago. Mm. She was still a very new addition to my family. Uh -huh. And they were like, Dana, oh my God, somebody was just talking about you. Robert <laughs> Green was just talking about your mime audition. And I was like, which one? Because <laughs> I've done a couple. And they were like, he was... Talking blah, 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 I'll let you, f I would love to yes. hear your experience of my mime audition because I've only experienced it from my side. <laughs> yeah, um, 
but uh, they just had the greatest things to say about you, which reminded mm. me that I also have the greatest things to say about you. You are from CC and Co. Shout out Christy Curtis. Hey. Love you. We're going to talk about your training in a second. Um, I have a huge fondness for her and for that environment that she's created for the talent that she produces and you are i mean it's an outstanding roster that mm. she's got but even among them you are outstanding thank you for being here today thank you <laughs> thank you for having me thanks for asking and yes i was literally just with her i was at the studio uh, two days ago yeah fantastic so how's I'm she doing fresh great and um, kiddos so the talented studio, yes yeah i mean the studio is doing so well right now like it's just always great to go back and be like wow I was in that exact position, and here I am now just feeding back into that. So, yeah, yeah, I love her. Uh, I love going. I love returning to my home studio. It is wild now. I've been gone long enough. How many years mm -hmm. have you been? 2010, I okay. left. So, 13, okay. 13. Okay, yes. Close to 20 years away from my home <laughs> studio. So, when I go home, it's like fully new kids. Brand, yeah. I don't even know. Like... The littles that were little when I were there, when I was there, have graduated and mm -hmm. stuff. Fully new crop and being reintroduced uh, as alumni always feels good. I'm glad you got to experience that. Yes, it was good. Um, okay, podcast tradition. You've got to introduce yourself. Okay. Tell us everything you want us to know about you. Damn. Right? Okay, wait, can Some I Some people I find that. Yes, yes. You can. Okay. Some people find this terribly daunting. I don't, you know what? I don't find it daunting, but I find it underwhelming oh you're for, your for myself okay 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 um i doubt I we're gonna be underwhelmed that <laughs> i suck at that <laughs> um, oh this is a great opportunity for practice then okay yes 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 okay my name is robert green i am an artist um choreographer dancer stylist um performer um and many other things much like most people yeah multi-hyphenate um, I have realized that uh, through my creative methods that the only thing that actually ends up mattering to me is how people feel. So as much as I love what I do, I realize that that is kind of the most important thing to me. I've worked with some lovely artists. I've worked with some not lovely artists. I've worked with a bunch of amazing choreographers. And they have taught me a lot. And I've had some great opportunities in my career that I never thought that I would have today yeah so uh, now i just want to share that nice share yeah, like create go. opportunities for other people yeah, yeah yeah and um and and collaborate in that way as nice. well like that that feels like mostly what's like what i'm like fascinated with right now nice yeah okay so right now collaboration creation choreography yeah creative direction styling sure but then let's let's zoom on back to like CC and Code days. You went to a performing arts high school, yes? Yes, I went to Inlo. Um, I did pretty much everything under the sun. Like you are a musician. Yeah. Would you call? It, would you? Are you comfortable calling yourself a musician? Uh, well, I would call myself a musician more than I would call myself a dancer. Fascinating. What's Honestly, your what's your what's your uh, instrument? Classical violin for fifteen years. Yes, I need to see it. <laughs> I have to see Bach, it. Bach, Vivaldi, F sites, all of the like true classical. Yes, I started learning like by ear, uh, doing like Irish jigs and like songs like Eel in the Sink and the Banshee. And then after that, uh, my second grade teacher was like, "You have a love for music. Would you like to?" play violin and couldn't afford it obviously but 
uh, she gave me free lessons and now she's my like second mother. Yes. So um, she taught me music and music has been my language. And to be honest, I only dance now because I did music. Because of music. Yeah. So. I think music is the entry point to dance for many, mm. uh, maybe most. Uh, it wasn't for me. I think my mom, when I was young, my sister and I both, she saw dance as a after school activity. Mm -hmm. Like it was an alternative to daycare. I see. Um, which fortunately for me turned into <laughs> a profession. Totally. But um, music as a portal to dance is something I'm kind of envious of. Mm. I still, I don't know how to play an instrument. I don't know how to read sheet music. These are things that I am working on. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, they are things that I are on my to work on list. We should put it that way. <laughs> um, but I'm fascinated that you are able to reach a degree of mastery at one craft mm. I, I'm just assuming that you're very, very good at it. Well, the also you got to be good to play, to play Bach. You can't like, Oof, you can't yeah. like chopsticks. It. No, you can't. Yeah. Um, so, would you say that there was something, a tool or a skill or a character trait that made you good at learning music that also made you good at learning how to dance? Oh wow! Yeah, I think when I. The reason why I even began dancing, it, it came at a time in my life where I was like right in the middle of a transitional phase. Like, do I go to school? Do mm -hmm. I do I Big go to question LA? moment, like you, fork in the road moment. Exactly. And um, because I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do at the time, I also said, well, do I even want to do this? Right. And this is, and violin gave me like so many opportunities. And, um, but my biggest thing was I wanted to, I grew oddly enough, envy uh, of the violin. Like, I felt like I was always like making the music through the violin and I wanted to feel what it was like to be the instrument. Um, so I kind of told my mom, I was like, hey, I think I want to dance. I think I want to like- I think I want my body to be the I want to be the violin and rather than the conduit. Yeah. I want to be it, you know? and. I got so passionate about it, and I like was in ballet with like five year olds for like three years in a row. <laughs> At what age? Um, like, what was I? A senior in high school. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I mean, the most embarrassing thing ever. Uh, but I, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm in this, and I want this. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a get myself together because yes. I want to do this. So, ah. I absolutely believe that there's a, uh, similar language for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. It, it, I just transferred everything I had in violin uh -huh. to my own body. I just had to learn it yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you say are your strengths as a musician and as a dancer? Timing. Yeah. Patience. Huge. I, would, I was going to say careless. I'm not. I'm, I care a lot. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm full of care, but I'm not full of concern. So I'm not concerned with everybody else's. This distinction in my friend is it's important. Different. It, That's different. important. So I care about what I'm doing. But I'm not concerned with what people think about it. Nice. Yeah. Careful, not concernful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And and I feel like carefree mm. can also mean not without care, but free, like free because of care. I Be care Ooh. so much about the, just this thing. Yeah. Not those things. Yes. This one thing True. that you find a liberation in that, like yeah. a freedom in that. And that's, I think... Big. And I think so many of us have said at some point or another, and probably will say again, by the way, 
I wish I didn't care so much what mm. people thought. Or like, how do you stop caring? People ask me all the time, <laughs> how how was it that you became so um, like self-assured, so unapologetically yourself? How is it that you just don't care what other people think? And I'm always like, oh, it's cute that you think that. Literally <laughs> that. It's really cute. <laughs> um, because I do still very much care yeah. what people think, but not all the people and not yes. all the time and not about all of the things, you know, caring about what my dance teacher thought served me very well. Yeah. It helped me become proficient at that dance and caring about what CC thought was great mm -hmm. for you. Caring about what my dear friends think of me works yeah. for me yes, because it does, you know, but being at the control center of who is allowed to matter in terms of your, uh, you know, your airspace, like whose voices matter up here yeah. and on what subjects and when that's huge. It is. So it sounds like you found that, like relatively early? Um, I think so. I think, and then as I grew older, uh -huh. it was challenged right. more oh. and more. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, Am I, <laughs> do I care more? Like what's happening what's now? Happening like this, this doesn't feel What do you the think same. was happening? I think, I mean, the more you, you adult, I think, and you realize that like decisions affect your opportunities and- And other people. And uh, oop. So, so sometimes we care. We do care. We care does. about other people. Turns out, yeah, it turns out. Turns out we care. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm I'm very impressed, and I think mm -hmm. that's a good thing to always kind of have your finger on the pulse of, mm -hmm. like how how much volume am I giving to other voices right now? Is that the Ooh, amount yeah. that I want? Am yeah. I giving enough? Am, am I giving equal to my own? I think yes. usually the 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 times and the reasons why we hurt because of what other people think of us is because we're not thinking so highly of ourselves. Uh, Other voices about us mm -hmm. don't matter as much when we think we're okay. Yeah, exactly. It's when we think we're not okay that those voices start to mm -hmm. kind of chip away. Yeah. Um, so you're no, you're no stranger to criticism. I think right. you've probably been criticized in your life. And I, sure. <laughs> I also know, and I actually admire the way that you are critical of others. You use your platform mm. to speak very plainly Thank about... You things that are not tolerable to you and ways that you choose not to operate. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about how you view social media as a platform for your voice. Mm. Is this a love-hate relationship? So many people say that. I'm like, what's your relationship with social media? Love-hate, man, love-hate. Um, but to me, it looks like a, a voice box for you. It looks like a place you're very comfortable. Yeah. Is that just how it looks or is it, am I off target? Uh, no, I wouldn't say so. I think... To be more specific about like the love hate, I I I I do love social media. I think um, it is a adapted its own like thing. But if we really think about it, like the media of being social, mm -hmm. there's nothing necessarily negative about that. Is what you take from it that could become negative. Mm -hmm. And I've and I have realized that, and I've had really unhealthy relationships with it. Fair. Yeah, I, I also love that you. If you don't speak, no, you have nothing to relate to anyone with. Mm. In in terms of if you're not say like here, like I'm here with you yes. physically. Yes. But those that are somewhere else, how do you connect with them if there's not a way of speaking or communicating? And so, yeah. I do think it's a great thing. Um, I have been very crippled by it though. Um, Can you I'm give a, me an example? Uh, yes, I was literally like, tried to post 
so I, last year I filmed a concept, like a Halloween video, and I spent an entire year just like looking at it. Yeah. An entire year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the DP was like, um, are you happy with this? Why are you not posting it? Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'm happy with it, uh, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm over criticizing myself and I'm just being high, oh, way too, yes. you know, yes, yes, yes. Uh, being super hyper analytical about all of it. And it's fucking art. Come like, on. you Subjective know, will yeah. not be perfect. Will not, will certainly not be perfect to everyone. Exactly. Right. And if that's the case, you're probably doing it in a way that honors you. It mm -hmm. shouldn't speak to everyone or move everyone or well do said. anything to anyone. Yes. And that was very challenging for me. Like, why did I wait a year to do this? I wondered that. I was like, okay. And then I answered it. And it took me a year because I was just second guessing the response. This is a five minute video. That doesn't work on Instagram because everything needs to be 30 seconds, says the algorithm, says the this, says the that. And I'm yeah. like, but what do I say? Right. And it took me a year to be like, yeah, well, I say five minutes on Instagram <laughs> and I'm gonna post it. <laughs> it took me a year. I don't know why, but, but it did. <laughs> it did, and I'm glad it did because it yeah. came out right when it had to. Yes. Right when it was supposed to is when it came out. Yes. I needed that. Yes, yes. Um, this brings me to a, a follow-up question. I think most recovering perfectionists, which is how I would label myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming out of it, though. I'm coming out good, of it. Good, good, good. I think most recovering perfectionists struggle with knowing when is something done. Mm. You know, when is it mm. when is it ready to ship? This is one of the reasons why I really love deadlines because the answer to the question, when is it ready, is when the deadline is. Like it's it, it's it's got to go. Yeah. I mean, in very few circumstances I will push a deadline or I will mm. ask if if there's any flexibility, but generally I think however much time you have is exactly as much time as it will take. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to self-produced projects, when you're in control of the deadline, it, that gets a little muddy. Yeah. So I'm curious about how you know when something is done. I think I'm still learning. Um, I am a person that doesn't have a lot of allowance and forgiveness for myself. Okay. Um, so I'm practicing that, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of practicing. I'm such a deadline person mm -hmm. that I'm actually practicing. But okay, what if it's actually 30 minutes past that time, Robert? Is that, that, is that, is that what a, you need? Is that acceptable? Is that, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm learning that there's a sweet spot in between being having that like the parameters the of the super regimented way correct mm -hmm. and then also like whether i'm being like lazy or negligent and then like i'll do it tomorrow it, it's like the tomorrow that never comes that literally will never come yeah. so you have to find that like sweet spot for me that's great um yeah. there are times where i'm also very much like that where i'm just like I would have loved to for us to all have on like that scarf tied around the neck, but they didn't ship from Amazon on uh, Amazon. Right. And, and so now it's like, now what? We move on because no one's going to miss the yeah, scarf. Is this make or break? Yeah. It, no. Yeah, no. And yeah. only you will know that it might have been or would have been exactly. or could have been. Yeah. So <gasps> but next tricky. time you'll order the scarves early. A so it's that. better. It's good that you, it, that's why it's so important yeah. to always be making work is because you learn along the way, every yeah. little way you learn a little thing. Like, yeah. No one else knows. No one else felt that. Mm -hmm. uh, I do want to come back to feelings because you mentioned that you think that's the most important thing is how, yeah. how people feel. I agree. I think feelings are the fuel of life. I mm. say it on the podcast all the time. And I have, I have come around to believing that I, have, I am of Olympic caliber feeling feeler status like i might not be gold medalist but i'm like on the podium <laughs> like, at feeling my shit for sure all the time 
I'm good at naming it. I'm yeah. good at being with it. I'm good at processing. Um, so mm. I'm curious, maybe you could talk just a little bit about the way you process feelings and, and perhaps what are your favorites and least <laughs> favorites? Okay. So I am a, a very, <laughs> cancer down. Okay. So same, except for maybe not down because I'm on the cusp of okay, Leo. Got you. So okay. I'm like cancerish, okay. but keep going. Yes. <laughs> so like when it comes to everything you literally said, I could repeat mm -hmm. and be like, that is how I process like being feeling, uh -huh. being in it, noticing it, recognizing it, acknowledging it, taking like, accountability for it. Yes. Um, like that's mine. That's, yes. That's my grief. Yep. This yep. is my anger. This is yes. A hundred percent. I'm so that. Um, and I think for a little bit, I kind of d denied it a little, you know, because people call us like crybabies and stuff like that. And denied the feeling, the, denied your super feeler nature. Yes, I'm super sensitive. Yeah, I'm very sensitive. And for um, a while, you said, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm tough. Uh, well, I think I had to be in my like environment growing up. I was taught that like tough is the way to survive. Mm -hmm. um, and then I became a musician and I, and then I learned that, wait, no, in order for me to actually be able to play this, I can't be tough. I have to feel in order for me to do that tambe pot of array and, and live in it. I have to be vulnerable. I, I <laughs> work. <laughs> Sorry. I just am feeling in your blanks, but you saw. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. I'll tell you what I, I'm co-signing and I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry, no, but I have be. to interject a story, a story that made me like ballet. Mm. And I struggled with my body for a very long time. Did not like being in tights and leotard. Did yeah. not like having my leg above any sort of 45 <laughs> degree angle. Fuck 90. We're not even. <laughs> I cried every adagio wow. that there ever was at the bar at center floor. You name it. I, Ballet was not my thing, mm. but uh, I had a fantastic teacher once, Shabar Williams, who explained the posture of ballet as being about exposing your underbelly. It's mm. literally the most vulnerable thing you can show Whoa. is the soft part of your skin. Like this skin over here is tough. The front of my legs Whoa. is tough, but the back of my leg, the inner thigh, this part of my neck behind my ear right here, like you're, we're used to like taking life front on. Yeah. And ballerinas take it on with our underbellies. I have chills when right you now. yeah, when that. you think about a cancer, a cancer has a hard shell, but ballet is, is the soft crab, right? Ballet Absolutely. is the, the inner belly. So that really changed my wow. my perspective on ballet. It's so vulnerable. So yeah. yes, to approach your art, you needed to feel feelings. Yes. And then you became real good at it, huh? That's not like that. Okay. <laughs> I can always no. do I, I can always do better. I feel like humans the human way and definitely in our American society mm -hmm. is like you should feel good all the time. And if you yeah. don't, something's wrong. So I think it's natural to avoid unwanted feelings yeah. and pursue the good ones. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm becoming a person who gives them all equal airtime. I again can't agree more. <laughs> um when you ask like which ones are your favorite or the ones not to yeah. uh not so favorable, like I, if anything, especially this year, like last year I had like one of the craziest, not crazy actually, just like oh, just <laughs> mo mo most disheartening years of my life. Damn, like, okay. I think I experienced heartbreak for the first time Oof. and I turned 30 and it was supposed to be the year of like, you know, like, oh my God, like I'm getting fine, like wine. I'm like, you know, <laughs> and, and it was like, oh, for the first time 
as an adult, I experienced heartbreak and like betrayal mm-hmm. and um, some some for myself, yeah, uh, mostly from others, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I didn't understand that really, and I'm and I'm just now learning how to. So yeah. I'm sitting in like one of the loneliest periods of my life right now, and I'm loving it. I'm accepting it, and I'm saying thank you for it because I think it's gonna take me somewhere. Yes, I think. Listen, being okay, sh- spending time with yourself. Yeah, there's never a bad time to be okay with that. Yeah, it's never less good for you to be more okay with being alone. Mm. Like Oof. it's, it is a wonderful strength. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, in our industry, because we choreographers have different modalities, right? One of my modes of working is I'm surrounded by people at all times. But one of my other modes of working in my creative phase is very isolated, Mm. is very all about me. Yeah. So being able to be alone with myself and and also to be lonely is a really important thing to know how to do. And I'm sorry that that heartbreak happened to you. I think it will, in the fullness of time, happen to everyone. It's a human kind of rite of passage yeah. thing. Uh, not to call upon one of my favorite artists and one of my favorite lyrics by one of my favorite artists, which I'm now going to botch because cameras are rolling. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, uh, it's a hosier lyric. I mm. had the tremendous honor and pleasure of dancing in the music video for All Things End, choreographed by Jillian Myers. And he says in the song, why am I going to... Riley's pulling it up right now. <laughs> if there was anyone to ever get through this life with their heart still intact, they didn't do it right. Whoa! If there was Whoa. anyone to ever get through this life with their heart still intact, intact, they didn't do it right. Wow. I have chills again. So I'm with you on the heartbreak Damn. page. Yeah. I'm with you on the lonely page. Um, but also to spend time with yourself and be okay with that is so empowering. Yeah. When you think about mm-hmm. when you think about the position of being okay alone, versus the position of needing to be surrounded or loved or with or or adored or whatever, yeah. it's um, it's an empowering place to be. I'm I'm happy for you in that. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I I'm curious, like when you said. Um, like when you're creating mm-hmm. and that you like the, the the space of like isolation feels kind of like at home for you how how uh does that shift or change are there times where oh, you yes. do feel more collaborative yeah. or feel like great question because even with like seaweed sisters i'm like how do you no way yeah. oh that definitely doesn't like, happen in a vacuum yeah I mean, <laughs> um beautiful and epic work oh thank you so yep. much for bringing that up i appreciate that um you could ask this one right here <laughs> riley my off-camera assistant and my right-hand woman um the idea phase for me happens alone mm. The music phase, the studying a piece, the dreaming phase, that happens alone. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it comes time to put movement to, you know, the imaginary, I I love being with other people. I work twice as fast if there's another body in the room because of the second guessing thing. Mm -hmm. If it's just me and myself and a mirror, forget about it. (laughs) Not going to happen. Or maybe it will happen, but it will take twice as long. Sure. Um, So I, yeah, I do love working with other people. Um, and then the Seaweed Sisters example, we have created this kind of 
ecosystem where yes is our default. Mm. And so uh, in that space, because we're not answering to anyone else, yeah. we're not delivering for you know, a pop star or a commercial brand or a class combo or whatever. It's right. truly just for us. The, the lid is off um, and the ceiling is non-existent. Yeah. It's, it's infinite. And a lot of times we start with the dumbest thing we can think of. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be stupid if we pulled up in a limousine? Right. And and so on and so forth. Uh, sorry, that's just a very specific example from a very specific show that's coming up. And the, and then the answer is yes. And it's painted blue, pink and green or yes. And um, we, we'll try to get some lights to light up underneath it or yeah. yes. And it should be playing sound effects like waves crashing or whatever. Um, so, yeah, our our way of collaborating is with yes. Yeah. And whatever's next. And you know, it's a very natural improv technique to mm -hmm. do, but what's unnatural is the three of us and our individual minds and, uh, you know, as similar as we are mm -hmm. in, in many ways, our actual experiences and strengths are very different. So, of so and when they come together, it's yeah. a really tasty thing. I'm so glad you dig. I mean, I'm actually obsessed. Do you want to watch before you leave? You can't see it. Do you want to watch before you leave our our latest unreleased? There's a latest? Yes. Are you kidding? You're that would die. make my day. Oh wait, day. you're triple going to die because of your I, I, of your absolute love and passion for clothing. Oh my god. So, we shot our latest. I hope it's not too early to say. Maybe it is. Okay, I'm not I'm going to stop. Sorry, sisters, sisters. <laughs> tell me. Listen, tell me. having a podcast is 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 a risky business. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll 100% share. Okay, please. Um, I want to know, let's back up to the backpack. Yes. Uh, Dana is a mime. You experiencing <laughs> Dana in a mime audition, which you must have been much younger. Because yes. this was, was it Justin Bieber? Uh, I think it was Gaga. Was it Gaga? I don't remember if I auditioned for Lady Gaga or not. That's also that I'm aging. Isn't that funny? I'm aging yeah, we don't now. remember. But I know I, I know. But there's been a lot. It, it might have been. I think it. I, I think, think I did audition for Lady Gaga. I think it was, but. Um, and I would have worn a mime outfit because I would have probably oh been thinking God. somewhere in my mind, I need a shtick. I'm not going to be seen in this room unless I have a shtick. And for me, for a while, the mime shtick was the one that that paid off. And only. <laughs> only. One of one <laughs> can pull off something like that, and that is fucking Dana Wilson. Yo, thank you. I mean it. That's crazy. Like, you didn't speak. No. You dead ass did not speak from the moment you showed up. <laughs> Correct. I'm sorry, that's iconic. That is epic. And we understand, like, yes, that's what a mime does, but for someone to find the gall within themselves to basically break the rules and to show up in, with such conviction, like, and this is what I have to give today. Yes. Take it or leave it. Yes. And they left it. You'd be, yeah, but you'd be stupid to leave it. <laughs> but they, it, 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 they for whatever it. reason, it wasn't right. But several times they didn't leave it. I've auditioned as a mime probably four, maybe five, oh, yes. five times. And I, that, I think that's the only time I didn't book it. Mm. And for the record, I, I, 
must applaud my mime instructor, Lauren Eric Salm. Because, so the first time mime cr- was created, her name is Mimi, by the way, M-I-M-E. Okay. <laughs> clever. Um, the that. first time Mimi came out was upon receiving a kind of open call notice for Rhapsody James, who is upcoming podcast guest. I can't even wait. Oh. She and I are absolutely, we shouldn't be in the same room, let alone this close to each other. It's going to be blasphemy. Um, I, if you can yeah. invite me, I would just sit on the just couch. Just sit over there. I yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Oh, I would really actually cool. love, we should have a live audience for that. Because people are just you kidding? like, what's happening? What actually is happening? What's happening? <laughs> so Rhapsody puts out a call for Sirens Assassins and uh, her her show. Which did you ever did you yes. get to see? So good, <laughs> it's epic. Her mind is brilliant. Her vision is ooh yes wild and Agreed. boundless. And she's just, wow. It's a it's it's wild out there. Yes. So she put out a call uh, saying that she was looking to replace a few of the existing sirens and they're assassins. They're these sexy vixen murder women. She can do a better job explaining that. We'll have her on. (laughs) Um, And then she said also looking for uh, concepts for new characters. Mm. And I was like, "Mm, okay. Footnote, must wear all black. And I was like, well, I'm obviously not doing that because (laughs) I... Thank you! But anyway. you do when you break the rules like this, you must back it up with something. Yes. I know Rhapsody. Yes. I had trained with her. I maybe not like in in the in-depth, but mm-hmm. I know her taste. I know her sense of humor. I, th- I I thought that we had a good rapport enough to the point where I could push that boundary, yeah. back it up with talent and and be okay. Um, some rooms in I in which I would have been asked to leave immediately. Yeah, and that's a true. risk I was willing to take. It's fine. But I decided I, I was like, what? I'll I'll just wear all white. Maybe I'll like body paint myself white maybe oh that's a weird idea maybe i could be like a scary clown and i was like what wait (laughs) a mime whose imaginary mime weapons actually killed people (laughs) like i'm swiping a machete and blood spratters Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with That's it. That's what it does. Blood spratters across the wall, <laughs> or I have a fake hand grenade, and I throw it, and then bodies just bounce off the off the walls. That was my thought. I did some internet research on some quick shit, because mm-hmm. the audition was the next day. And at the time, I was living with a makeup artist who helped me mm. create my look. Fun fact, as soon as a mime is photographed in their face, it is effectively copywritten to them. It's their face. So wow. I had a face, and as soon as the face goes on, yeah, I am not me. I'm Mimi, and I don't talk. I drove in silence. Wow. I people would roll down oh, their window and like whoa. make make funny of make fun of me, and I just. <laughs> um, it, I took it quite seriously because it's more fun to me to commit fully than to kind of straddle and be like, oh, sometimes I'll talk, but sometimes I won't. And so I wound up booking that gig, the Sirens Assassin gig. And then I was terrified because what do I do now? I'm not an actual mime. (laughs) And so I found Lauren Eric Salm. His his studio is called Mime Theater Studio and uh, started training with him one-on-one, went on to take a couple of his workshops. And that work hugely transformed my dancing i was gonna ask how did that hugely even in quality yeah in control in imagination in character Mm. um there are 
something it's something crazy like uh, i i have a mind book up here i have several actually there is something crazy like hundreds mm-hmm. of gestures for emotions mm. there's a, a like you could make an alphabet book i have an alphabet book that's not it but that's not what i'm talking about for like <laughs> um let's say a is angry there is a gesture an actual picture it's not this this is like concerned <laughs> or in love i can't remember um, oh, there is a posture though. for angry. There is a posture that. for hopeful. There's a posture for despair. Yeah. There's a posture for, um, in love. There's a posture like somebody already did all that work. That's crazy. And the next time I'm creating a combo where I need to evoke the yeah. idea of love, I can call on my knowledge of mime. Um, I use it a lot in my movement coaching. Mm-hmm. There are techniques in mime that I use as performance techniques that help make me look different on yeah. stage with other people who aren't clued in um and i'm just obsessed with it. i love it so much so i had an idea fell in love with the technique got some one-on-one training practiced as much as i could and then kept using it and mm. kept it kept doing well so now that's just a, a a thing that i have in my back pocket it's a huge thing it's epic thanks did you book that gig no have I didn't. you ever worked with her no i haven't will you give us your like kind of bullets please Oh, well, in what, in what? Like, who, who have you spent creative time working with on the pop star front? Okay. Um, I'll go in order from mo- more recent, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that helps me a little bit. Um, I've been on tour with uh, Lil Nas X, which most recently was a blast, just because of culturally, just like the the, the blackness, the gayness, the... That space never existed. When I moved to LA, it was like, we love that. That's awesome. But but now you need to dance straight behind this female pop star. Exactly. And pick her up. And pick her and up. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's not mm. happening. Um, I'll pick her up emotionally, spiritually. I will, I will definitely you. pick her up. I will up. lift like, you so high. You look great today. <laughs> I will lift you up, sis. That was a really, really interesting Almost like self, like it, it gave me a hug. Self-affirming, yeah, it's yeah a, it's it gave a, me a that's hug. A, that moment, wow. Yeah, crazy. Fuck. Yeah, talk about iconic, one of one. Yes. But also, maybe not one of one, because if that was a one of one, then it wouldn't have caught. It wouldn't have caught. If there was You're right. only one of that, if there was only one of him. You're right. That's why he's special, because he speaks to yes. many. It, very, very true. And I think there are those that sort of, knocked on that door for it to crack right, and then right. open. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, Standing on shoulders, yes, for sure. Yes, 100%. Um, so that was that was great. Huge. That was really, Sean Bankhead choreographed it. So just to have, like, just the faces that look and feel and have shared experiences from growing up, yeah. that felt like a, a hug. And I and I always had to kind of be a little bit something different on stage, right. which was okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I think being a chameleon is one of the best traits that a person can... Yes. can embody especially as a performer but um that was a great one i also toured with sam smith uh that music was phenomenal whoa <laughs> that voice dancing to latch are whoa, you kidding me whoa, wow what that Ooh. was that felt godly i bet it felt yeah um Ooh. i got to do mirrors with justin timberlake did you on on 1989 with taylor swift yes fantastic um, so as i look back and i'm like there he is yeah wow you I know am, that guy yeah Okay, and what was it that you won the VMA for? What was the best uh, Taylor video? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift, yes, yes, yes. Which was epic. I mean, also, what a celebration of just, like, 
the the, the community of queerness, whatever wherever you fit in into that into realm, that, yeah. and um, just the it was colorful in its aesthetic, but also colorful in its in its experience, mm. and um, we made it look like it was. 80 degrees, but it was not. I so I had on that blue Speedo on that. Oh, oh, and I was just oh. like, my balls are inside of me. Inside. Like, up with I, the molars. I, <laughs> literally, they're, my, they're earrings right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Julian Myers, yes. watch out. <laughs> she loves earrings. And I'm just thinking now about testicle earrings. Oh. <laughs> and now you're thinking about it too. And we're Hello. I was very inappropriate on my last podcast as well. We got started talking about periods. It happens. Normalized period talk, normalized testicle dangle dangle earrings. Earrings, absolutely. It's not far off. I mean, Gaga wore a meat dress. This is fine. This is a thing that we can do and handle. And it happens. It's real. So, like, why not? You know what I mean? So, like, why not? Balls happen. Do they happen from your earlobes? Not yet. Not yet. I haven't seen it, but (laughs) there must be. I'm sure if I I Google it. I can't be that original. Phone's off, but if I Google that, I promise. Please follow us on Instagram because (laughs) if there are indeed testicle earrings, we'll be linking so that you can buy them. I can't handle it. Oh my Um, God. Okay, fantastic. So that that experience for you was also a hug. It was other than freezing. Yes. I I love movie magic. Um, We had a similar experience on In the Heights when we shot uh, $96,000 at the pool. Mm. It was supposed to be middle of the summer and it wasn't uh and it was raining it was gray it was cloudy and we're all here like how the hell are are they what yeah saw it on screen and sure enough i was like wow we look hot and sweaty good job team (laughs) good job team um circle back to your thoughts about being a chameleon and how Mm -hmm. important that is did you act in in school were you in in any acting i i did i did uh a more more so musical theater. Everything kind of musical spoke spoke to me. Okay, yeah. Um, there were some phenomenal actors at my school, um, and I touched kind of like every area in the arts in my high school. Cool. Um, I was, I did like, you know, um, sculpture and painting and yeah. jewelry making and chorus. Wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Yes. All you of make it. jewelry? Yes, I won an award. You won an award for your mm-hmm. jewelry. It's a competition called Pieces of Gold, and you get it's like statewide. They recognize uh, different uh, entries of artwork at at the high school level. Okay. And I made a necklace, and my teacher, she probably won't see this. Um, we really didn't like. <laughs> we really didn't. It was not oh, that. Okay. Okay. She was. She was very. Um, not a hug, not a hug, mm-hmm. not a hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she came to me one day and she like pulled it. She grabbed it and she said, did you make this? And I was like, yes. She was like, D- you sure? And I was like, yes, I'm sure. She was like, hmm. Like Miranda, like Devil Wears Prada, like wow. Miranda Priestly. Okay. It was that. The next day it was submitted to represent my high school for the jewelry making for the entire state. Whoa. And, and not only submitted, but yeah, came and out I, I didn't win first, but I did place. You're on the podium. Yes, I was see, on the podium. See, that is important. And I also just didn't see myself as that. So mm. that was one of those moments. It's like, oh shit, should I maybe believe in myself a little like bit? Like gave you permission to yeah. dream out about yeah, other yeah. potential for you? Yeah. That's and huge. And so back to your question, I, I, don't uh, I got it. off, but. Um, <laughs> 
I did that. I did uh, oh yes, 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 chorus Creative art. Or, or um orchestra. Junior year, I did Les Mis in like the kind of like regional yes. high school type thing. Who uh, I was also in with Ariana DeVos. I was just gonna say also yep, CC from and Co. CC. alum, um, along with Martha Nichols, Angela Brickhouse, <laughs> I um um Patrick Cook, Noel Marsh, Noel Marsh. Who am I forgetting? Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, yes, you're. I mean, those are. Those I mean, are just to name a few. But truly, this yep, this yep. is such a deep well of deep, deep talent. Crazy. Good job, Christy Curtis. Good job. Wait, Christy. so you were in Les Mis with Ariana? Yes. Yep. What? And of course, line. She was Cassie. Yes. That's she was. when she really. Damn it, Cassie. Yeah. Oh, I can see her making such a great Cassie. I yes. also would make a great Cassie. Um, hello. I, cleanliness these days is not my biggest interest. <laughs> I like to just fit into the chorus is not ranking for me work. on things to do. Yeah. Same. I, yep. Same. So, I'm with you on that, right, especially Cassie. right now. Yeah. Right. Um, and this is the this is the chapter of for sure. Cassie. It for sure is. And like now, I go back and listen to that. Like all I ever needed was the music and the mirror, and I'm like, wow. Oh shit. Are uh, you really speaking? Like, yeah. uh, you're speaking to me now. And she was also Aida. I was in Aida as well. Awesome. Um, just, just things that I'm like, just immerse myself. And I got to just take a moment to like say like, wow, where I come from, that's not normal. Um, and my mom is like the biggest fucking epic person of all time because she put me in a magnet school. She went against the board of education to get me in these schools because where I grew up, I wouldn't have been in a magnet school. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been exposed to these things that didn't lead to violin and music and theater. And I actually just found my languages. But if my mom had not done that as a single parent, I would have, whoa, maybe I would have found it, but what a, what a, we, she was like made for me. Like she carried me through to, to where I am right now. I, yeah, so I love you, mom. Thank you. Um, yeah, don't get me started. I mean, it feels cheap to say anything after that beautiful testimony to your mom. Thank you. And mothers all over the place who go against the grain to give their children mm. the best possible opportunities. And yeah, who, we, we will never know if you would have found music or had similar successes if she hadn't bent yeah. over backwards to do all that. Exactly. Or Or you know, broken the rules, but wow, that she tried and that you then tried mm. when you had the opportunity in front of you, because also that could have been squandered or not hit, you know, absolutely the, the yeah. magnets, if you will, could have been on opposing ends yeah. and that couldn't maybe not worked out. Yeah. But what, yes, made, she was made for you. You were made for her yeah. from her and what a wonderful thing. Fuck. Okay, Dana. That's right? Enough. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's true. Oh my God. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just owe everything, everything. Like, yeah, I'm eternally grateful. There is no area in this career that I'm not thinking about her and how to honor what she gave me. And yeah. So that's enough. <laughs> Maybe an evening length show coming up or a, <laughs> or a collection or a, I mean, the, the emotion, truly, if emotions are fuel, yeah. we'd be idiots right now to just like tell ourselves to stop feeling this right now because yes. we're on a podcast and we shouldn't, you know, whatever. Like, so true. Like, no, use that. That's yeah. showing up for you. It's knocking it on is. the door of you as inspiration or as fuel or as like truth or whatever it is. And for us to say like, sorry, stop. Don't. 
Don't ever stop crying, especially about your love for your mom. The end. Uh, literally the end. The beginning and the end. You're so mm -hmm. right. And we're right. so apologetic about... Even the biggest feelers still find a way to be apologetic totally. somehow. Right. And including myself. And like, that is actually... That is what you do. That's your language. And you're so right. And um, yeah, I, I mean, she's she's definitely probably going to see this at some point. Oh, for Just, sure. You know, especially now, she especially must. now she's going to cry. She, uh, she's probably already crying. I hope she without even stop. Saying don't it. stop. Lean don't in. stop. Let it keep crying. Let it go more. Oh, it's it's catharsis. <laughs> we need to do it. I was uh, I asked about acting because I kind of assumed that you would have been involved just in by by proxy in a performing arts high school. But I, it kind of like mime changed mm -hmm. my dancing a lot more than dance classes changed my dancing. Mm. Also, my acting teacher, Gary M. Huff, we did a podcast together. It will be linked in the description below. Oh. If you're curious at all about getting into a class, I know you're a busy person, but um, listen to Gary's episode. Okay. Uh, I tell everybody this, but he will take new students on at any time, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but only allows um, visitors twice a year. So you cannot mm. audit class outside of two times per year we have open class because gotcha. he is so is so important to him to create mm -hmm. a super safe space. Yes, no, it's totally. It's awesome. I'm sign me up. Okay. I, yeah, I am, and I really do mean it. I don't where I am right now, like especially. So I did a short film with with Tony. Meet Tony and I worked on it together, and um, it's the hardest fucking thing I ever did in my entire life. Why? Um, well, it was in the midst of my heartbreak. Yes. Um, it was in the midst of my, me and my best friend just no longer being friends. Yeah. Um, and he was asking me to show up every day and like. <laughs> typical test. There were days. <laughs> typical <laughs> test. Tony, I love you. Routine. Yes. Routine <clears throat> and commitment. Full commitment. Truly. And there were days where I was in my car and I was like, Tony, I don't know if I can do this today. Um. And I was already at his house, you know, like in my car. And I would drive around the drive around his neighborhood. But like, it just one of the hardest thing and the nature and the topic of even what this short film is about. It's called Origin. And um uh it was for the um anniversary of hip hop as well. So yes. oh. I I don't want to say too much. It premiered in it premiered in New York at in Monsters. Brooklyn at Monsters, mm -hmm. and we're gonna have an LA premiere as well. But oh my goodness, the people that I <clears throat> pop and Pete yes. that I had to um, also previous podcast guest. Yes. Yeah. It was before Dana. we were video format, though. I have to have him back, Pete. I'm coming for you. Yeah, uh, just really crazy. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. I was, we, you know, 12 feet underwater filming. Come I on. was Come on. on top of a dam. I was... In a place you know, in your life where you were raw. Exactly. And I felt sunk, sunk, sank, I don't know. All of them. Uh, I was all of those. And, um, and I felt, and it felt hard mm -hmm. and it felt dangerous um, and it felt, and, and that's actually what I, that's where I, what I live by now in any, like keep, keep your heart safe and your art dangerous. Mm. And, um, I think doing that, doing that project, um, really made me see what I was made of. Mm -hmm. I think, I, I think I saw what I was made of and, and, 
That's quite a lot. And yes. I didn't know that. I didn't really think I knew that. You know what? You're drawing a parallel to something I've been talking a lot about relationships lately. Mm -hmm. And I think both art and relationships, like with other people, have a way of showing you yourself mm. that no other like journaling can't and maybe maybe therapy can in some kind of more intellectual sort of way. Right. But your art and your relationships have a way of showing you you that oh buckle up buckle up for sure because sometimes you're not ready for all that most truth. of the time i think <laughs> i think yeah that's fantastic i can't wait to see it um tessa mm. is gonna come on as a guest yes. probably probably close to the time of the premiere because we'll want to talk about it yes. we want to talk about the film yes 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 um okay i we could go on Forever, i feel I very yes, yes. uh kindred with you and this is a very exciting conversation i don't want it to end but it must at some point yes so we're gonna get into the rapid fire round i call it wrist roll with it shit i love that uh only only <laughs> requirements from you are yes. that you answer quickly and from the gut just try to okay. edit okay. as little as possible okay okay favorite color blue klein blue what klein blue I just went to an exhibit in Berlin and it had this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful color. And I, I said, what the fuck is this color? And they were like, it's called Klein Blue. It's a part of like um, this true blue that is in the actual same blue that is the video editing software. That yes. The, okay. Yes 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 yes, 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 yes. Klein Blue. Okay. Um, um, favorite designer? Robert Wun. Wun? Work. We see it in writing. Yes. Yeah. W-U-N. <laughs> there it is. Um, right now. If you had to... Bring somebody to a dinner party. Who would it be? Prince. Nice. Very good answer. He would steal the show. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he, he might not even eat. Probably not. He might just show up. He, he just eats <laughs> funk. That, he I doesn't mean, sustain off of food. No. I'm what also is, talking that's... about him as though he's living, which he is. is. Undeniably, yeah. right? He I, he is uh, on rotate on vinyl of their. Oh my god! My god! Um, you get to collaborate with somebody on a class combo, low stakes. Who is it? Fuck! I am so somewhere else. This is very difficult for me. Okay. Robbie Blue. Nice. I want to watch that. I also want to put my name on the list of potential <laughs> collaborators because I think um, we would make something very fun. Yeah, that, I'm going to wait for off camera for that because <laughs> the way... Oh. Dana. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I would love to go. It okay. that excited. It is. Wow. My feet are burning. My, my heart is burning. I'm on fire. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Dana! My lap is also on fire because I, Riz is 105 degrees. Wow. Uh, but yes. Okay, so done. That's happening. Okay, yes. That's the that's a for sure. That's a for sure. Yes, yes. Um, okay, and that and let's just go ahead and broaden out that that doesn't not need to be for class thing. That can yes, be yes, that can also. be a freedom thing. That can yes, be yes, a yes. no not for no, nobody other than ourselves thing. Yes. And then if we happen to decide we want to share that's it. That's fucking do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh is there an artist that you feel most connected to, recording artist? Not uh, when you ask this if, as a. I'm trying to be quick. Um, <laughs> as a dancer, as a dancer, it's different from just as oh, a nice. human. Oh, nice. Okay, go human, human, human. Ah, uh, Erica Badu. Nice. Okay, now go dancer. FK Twigs. <gasps> wow. Yes. Uh, Bjork. Yes. 
Yeah, I, my, 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 the, the, I think the like crevices of my creativity grab from uh, this like human humanity, but that's also extremely otherworldly. Yeah, otherworldly. Not from here. Yeah, both of them. Not from here. Not at all. Mm -hmm. And yet, there's some form of well, soul still. I sometimes I sometimes I refer to those types as superhuman. Yeah, they are both extremely human. And uh, and unnatural, otherworldly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Extreme. Yep. Okay. Is there a song that you would never touch? Like it's just too good. You can't choreograph. You wouldn't. You wouldn't <clears throat> touch it. Pure imagination. Do I know that? From Willy Wonka. Wow. You're right. Um, I think it. And I say oh. that now. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I might be eighty and be like, it's time. <laughs> Um, but it is so, spe- it's my favorite song. It is so special to me. Um, you are giving me pause right now. I, oh, I, yeah, again, could cry. When I hear those chords, like I want it at my funeral. I want it at my wedding. I want it at when I wake up. It's like, and another, okay, if I'm going to be fully transparent right now. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, I was in a car accident last night. Oh my goodness. And um, I got hit and like spun in a full circle. Woof, woof. <laughs> and my car, I Ubered here because I don't have a car. And I went home and I like played that song. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, go ahead. And it helped me realize that this is happening for me, not to me. And that just because it's a material situation where my life kind of blinked in front of my eyes. Um, I had to find something to keep me going to feel like this wasn't happening to me. And that song did it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And I'm going to urgent care after this (laughs) just to make sure my neck and back is okay. Um, But um, that song has saved me in many, many ways, in many forms. Uh, and I am, I, I, I'm a little bit on autopilot cause I'm still a little like shocked. This happened literally on Van Owen street. Oh my God. Um, but, um, I'm going to prevail and I'm going to win and I'm not, and I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, my friend. Um, yeah. Oh my yeah, friend. That's my favorite. I can't touch that song. I get it. Yeah. I get mm-hmm. it. And I want to yeah. stand up and hug you. This is also like the first time like I like bought a card that I was just like oh, prou- proud it, of yes. myself. So yes, it's a material item, but there's there, it represents something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um and to see it like go into that tow truck like that felt like it was being like rot- stolen like, yeah, yeah. from me or something. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then also just like me just being behind the wheel, just spinning. Like I'm still I'm still. Maybe not all the way ready for that, but yep. that's that is the truth of what my day has looked like. Um, so after Halloween and just going, and then that happening, like, yeah, and then going into talking about it, yeah, and then having yeah. your podcast host ask you how you process feelings. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my friend, thank you for being here mm. and your and being vulnerable and being so open thank and sharing, you. and also. Health first. Let's make mm-hmm. sure that you're okay. Yes. Let's make sure that that piece of you that went off on a tow truck is is getting nurtured, cared for, and will be restored. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. Yes. It feels 
trite to continue. So I will only ask you one more question. Okay. And I feel like you may have given us a hint at one, um, but I, I ask all my guests this question. What are the words that move you the most? I, I think so. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, it it's, I think I spent a lot of my time in life and career preaching fearlessness, and I don't believe that to be true anymore. Oh, I think it that's is growth. That's, it's baby. That's growing up. It's like, actually, no, fear, fear is human and normal and, and essential and, sometimes. And essential Keeps because you alive from time to hello. time. And so I, I, I'm realizing that in my car, fear is allowed to ride with me, but it's never allowed to drive. And if I. Passenger seat. Passenger or even the back. Get in the back, Ooh, bitch. Get in the back. I, you and can quiet down and, back there. And buckle up. Keep it down. Buckle up. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm going full speed ahead and you you could be in here, but you just can't drive. Um, and I'm really looking forward to like my soft, as, as sensitive as I am as a person or as a spirit, like I'm a tough cookie. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking forward to actually being able to be like softer. Yeah. And um so I want I want softness as my passenger. Nice. And I want like courage and tenacity to to be in me when I'm driving. That's that's yes. my car. That's what I'm that's what I'm that's where I'm at. That's what I'm living by right now. I yeah. am thrilled Who's for you and I cannot wait to watch yeah. your journey continue. Mm. Your ride is exceptional. I'm so thrilled for you. Thank you for Thank being you. here sharing your yourself mm. and your stories and your Feelings, my God, your feelings. Yes. Thank you for feeling today. Thank you. you make it look very cool to feel <laughs> to feel all of your feelings. Wow, I'm appreciative of that, and thank you for having me. It's by no mistake, and I love that. And yes. also, big, 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 big fan, always and forever. Thank, thank you so epic. much. Appreciate you. Yes. Thank you all also for listening and watching. I appreciate you as well. If you're digging the podcast, please subscribe and click the bell for notifications. Leave a review or rating. It is so helpful to the podcast. And then, of course, just go get out there into the world and be very funky because that also is helpful to the podcast. More funky people. Exactly. Um, have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> This podcast was produced by me with the help of many. Big, big love to our executive assistant and editor, Riley Higgins. Our communications manager is Ori Vajadares. Our music is by Max Winnie. Logo and brand design by Brie Reitz. Thumbnails and marketing by Fiona Small. You can make your tax-deductible donations to Words That Move Me, thanks to our fiscal sponsor, the Dance Resource Center. And also, many thanks to you. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're digging the pod, please share it leave a review and rating. And if you want to coach with me and the many marvelous members of the Words That Move Me community, visit wordsthatmoveme.com. If you're simply curious to know more about me and the work I do outside of this podcast, visit thedanawilson.com.